We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. Hey, everybody. Hey, Amy. Hey, Anna. We are back in the podcast <laughs> studio and super happy to be here. Happy oh, you're all happy. out there listening. And we're going to start off right away today with our awareness nugget from last last episode. Yeah. Anna, what was it? So it was the hand to your heart and belly mm, at the same mm-hmm. time and breathing. So did you do it? I did do it. I yeah. did it. Yeah. It I, was awesome. I yeah. do that every night before I go to bed. Oh, that's a good habit. And uh, I that's use my so Garmin healthy. watch. <laughs> I try so hard to be so <laughs> You're healthy. Like the healthiest, Aaron. <laughs> uh, but I need to, because I need to, or else I can't function in the world. That's why <laughs> I do all these things. Why do you do all these things? Because I can't get through the day unless I do them. So <laughs> that's why I take good care of myself. <laughs> well, you're winning. You win. That's true. I was like, oh, you have good habits. Well, I'd be fucking crazy if I didn't. So that's that. So yeah, I did it before I go to bed and I got this Garmin watcher that I love. You do love that thing. I yeah, talk like, about it I all love the this, time. I love it so much. How but, is your stress today, Erin? I have not uh, heard. Well, let me see. Wow, my we get, stress. We get is daily, daily reports. <laughs> yes. Daily reports. Oh, I gotta wait thirty seconds. So I'll. I'll oh, I'll tell us in thirty seconds. Oh, I'll boy. tell you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fifty-two. So medium stress. Oh. Oh. Well, are you nervous for this episode, Erin? Feeling some anxiety? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, we're bringing it back. Right. Here we go. I'll tell you when I did my hand to heart, hand to belly. So I have been having crazy sleep issues, not sleeping very well mm. these days. And that I will wake jack up. Some shit up. I Big time. yes, and I have been waking up. 2 a.m. I see 2 a.m. and I see 3 a.m. all the time. But I do the hand to heart Mm -hmm. and hand to belly during that. And I think it does really help me go back to sleep. I love it. Yeah, it's been super helpful. Really helpful. I mean, it's not like automatic. It's not like right away. Right. But I do think that it just helps. It helps calm the system. Calm the system. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I've been finding that I've been doing it when I'm in the shower and just trying to have like that mindfulness and I shut my eyes and I'm just like good. Yeah. So serene. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So serene. Just like so serene. (laughs) And his eyes have floated back in her head right now here in the studio. All right, everybody. If you were able to do the awareness nugget we would love to hear how it went for you yeah did you like it like yeah love it yeah and that was like a that was a free therapist tidbit (laughs) yeah so thank you Erin yeah thanks Erin yeah Yeah. and also there remember we also talked about hands on the face oh yeah yeah. so maybe some of you tried tried that that one I didn't really do that one either that is do you need to look in the mirror for that one no you just have to like as if you were holding the face of like if someone was having a hard time or your kid or your friend and you hold their face like hey I love I see you I love you like uh, I use that a lot with people in sessions and it is it is the most beautiful thing oh, ever. Wait, do you hold their face? No, or do, no, 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 no. I oh. have them hold, okay. hold their own face. No. I'm just trying to visualize <laughs> Shit that. just got weird in your sessions. That's not what's happening. No. They hold their and face. And now we got spoon. It. And it went, yes, right. And now, <laughs> and did I tell you about what I, kind of work I do? And now people? I cup your face yes, right. and tell you how amazing you and are. And then they walked out of my office. And Everyone, you back. can have this done at the Kali Institute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God. Holy cow. No, no face no, cupping at no the Kali you know what you know what that kind of reminds me of sometimes when i'm super super stressed i'll like put my arms around my butterfly hug oh butterfly hug there's a name for that yes it's called and then i rub my arms like this yeah it's great self-soothing good job hey just all kinds of tips here today well the good news is the good news is we're talking about self-soothing and our topic for today's episode is the connection to ourselves part two. So we are talking about connection to self, spirituality, mental, emotional, and energetic parts. You know, just to, just a couple just of things. Skim on the surface. <laughs> That's right. Here we no. go. Just keeping it light around yeah, here. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So with that, we are going oh wait, what? we forgot to do our review. Oh yeah, yeah. 
you all have like been so awesome with the reviews and we really, really appreciate it so much. So like, much. It means so much and it just you all sharing the podcast and the group, the Less Alone Podcast Group dot com with your friends. It's so awesome. It and is just amazing. Say, like sharing the tidbits from the episodes with your friends and oh my gosh. It means so much. It helps us so much, especially like as a new podcast. Like this is the easiest, most helpful thing you can do to spread the word about what we're doing, especially if you're finding value in it. Yeah, and then you can help other people feel yeah. less lonely if yeah. you share it. So that's the goal here. Okay, so I'm going to read this. It is a five-star review by Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. The subject reads, Like the convos I had with old friends. Dot, dot, dot. All right, it says, These hosts have an easiness with each other and the conversation just flows. I think everyone will recognize that feeling of being with true friends who share interests and a sense of humor. The thing is, these days, we mostly live in different states from those old friends, right? What a perfect vibe for a podcast about connection. Amy, Anna, and Aaron keep bringing up fascinating tidbits from news and research, weaving them with personal anecdotes and funny exchanges. It's just like a natural conversation among interesting, engaged friends. Oh, that's nice. Thank that's you. Yeah. Nice. High five, Katrina. Yeah. Gosh, I think we'd give so you a heart much. hug if you were here. Yeah. We might even do like a double sandwich. Yeah, double yes. sandwich, heart to heart. We, yes. We still need to get those up on our Instagram. Yeah. We will. So let's go back to the yeah. conversation topic today yes. of part two, connection with ourselves. Okay. So we're going to focus on connection with self, spirituality, mental, emotional, energetic, all that, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And one more thing that I forgot. <laughs> you needed to tell a joke? No, why, I wish. Why, why does a chicken coop have only two doors? Why? Because if it had four doors, it'd be a chicken sedan. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a dad joke. Oh my God. That is so good. Oh, sorry. Oh, that is so good. I had to tell my kids <laughs> that. My nephews were at camp and I was reading. I was sending them postcards and I was like, I, we always tell jokes like this with my sisters and my nephews. And so... <laughs> that joke I found it I was like that's the funniest thing that's I've good. read in a that's while a good that's one. good sorry that, okay so I feel like so far we're like boomeranging yeah boomerang it's like yeah. out in out in but one more thing we are <laughs> going to have a live episode in yes. Denver people yes. so if you are in Denver or you want to come to Denver yeah come see us yes we're gonna do a meet and greet and a live recording at the House of Pod where we're at right now and yeah, I'd we... like to give a shout out to the House of Pod seriously they've been oh. fantastic they're so the best awesome. Kat and Paul and Matt the best the best have Matt's been not super... with them anymore okay well Kat and Paul have been awesome. <laughs> they really are the best. They really are the yeah. best, and they have helped us learn all there is yeah. about pod stuff. And yeah. if you are well, we in took... the Denver area and you are interested in podcasting, this is the place oh that gosh. you want to come because it's amazing. hundred percent. So yes. great to have yeah. access to a professional studio and people who will answer like the little and big questions. Yep. Like, so we came in and did a tour, and then. An hour later, we're on the phone with Paul like, okay, we'll take your biggest package. We'll take the launch The eight-week training pack. <laughs> launch us to our first episode. And they yes. did. They helped yeah. launch. They helped get us there to yeah. launch the first episode. Well, and and mostly, have, like, it's my favorite thing ever because Kat was my camper at Chile Camps. And then when we came here and then I figured out that- We should link it, to that camp. Yes. And then it was the best. It makes my heart like, so happy. What are the chances? What, Crazy. I don't, I don't know. But so All right. Yeah. So the live recording meet and greet- We'll be here at the House of Pod on what day, Anna? October 29th, I believe. October it's 29th. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I think 6, right? 6.30. 6.30, 630. to 9 p.m. Okay. The address here at House of Pod is 2565 Curtis Street. That's in Denver, 80205. Yeah, so and we'll we would, have we info on you. our social media oh, yeah. and on our website. Yeah. So definitely come and meet us and be on the show. That'd be, That'd so, be so fun. fun. That'd be oh my gosh. So fun. Yeah. Yes. All right. So now here, boomerang back. <laughs> right? Oh here we go. Oh We're coming boy. back. We're doing part two. Good job, Amy. Connection to self. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to start off with a quote here from Brendan Francis. At the innermost core of all loneliness is a deep and powerful yearning for union with one's lost self. 
Mm-hmm. Good one, Brendan Francis. Yeah, I agree. Geez, that's so, a really good one. That's pretty important. That's yes. what we're talking about today. Yep. And so, Aaron, what does connection to yourself mean to you? I think it's one. <laughs> that's a small question. I think it's very I, small. It's I, the first one on the outline. I feel Start most and easy. Yes, yeah, certainly. I think when I feel grounded, so I feel connected to the earth, but then I also feel connected to something bigger. And I imagine, so in the mornings, I do this meditation where I imagine that I'm connected to the ground and there's like a cord of light that goes up through me and connects me to spirit or higher power or the divine or the universe or whatever. And then I try to stay in line with that. And so when I can stay centered in myself, then I function, then I can take the day as it comes. When I get all like out of whack, then that's usually I don't feel connected into me. So all mm-hmm. my s- stuff comes up. So I'll get my insecurities come up. I get like very reactive. Mm-hmm. But I, when I am lined up, then I can feel more responsive, less reactive. And mm-hmm. I can pause. That's I'm also way, way more joyful. Like when I'm in my body and connected with myself, then I'm like, oh, <laughs> the mountains, all oh, these flowers. Like yeah. gratitude yeah. is like flowing, right? Yeah. And so it just feels good. And little things make like that's what feels good. So mm-hmm. in a nutshell, that's what I got. What about you, Anna? So, gosh, yeah, this is a big, I feel like I say that every episode. Gosh, this is a big one. Well, well connection, <laughs> connection is huge. <laughs> well, we do cover really light topics on this show. <laughs> right. Okay, so connection to self. Okay, so I can't help but think about my connection to like my higher power and spirituality. So I grew up in a house where it was all about Catholicism and we went to church every single weekend, every Sunday, did like Sunday school, all of those things. And, you know, was confirmed in the church, went to a Catholic high school when I was in Nebraska. And it was something that was just kind of a part of my life. So like becoming an adult and then not feeling super connected with that religion and not like it was something that meant something to me. So I feel like my whole journey to getting to know myself and to be my true self has been such a lifelong process. And this religion or spirituality piece has been like an integral part of this process and kind of making sense of it. And so this idea of a connection to a higher power not being connected to religion and being able to have like a relationship with a higher power that means something to me and that I actually feel connected with has been a journey all by itself. And so like one of the times I felt most connected to like my higher power or higher self or the universe was when we were in Moab camping and I was seeing the sun set and rise on these gorgeous red rocks as we were like camping along this river and it was just so gorgeous and I remember just thinking I don't know what the heck is out there but it's bigger than me and it's not me and that's the most important part and I totally trust it and believe in it and so it's been a huge process to just be like what is it that I really, I feel like in my 20s, my early 20s, I was really just kind of lost and didn't know who I was and then kind of hit bottom in a way. And it's been a process of like, oh, what do I really like? And what does it mean to like be my true self? And I feel like in the last year or two, I've been able to really through, you know, some different methods that we'll talk about really get to know myself better. And through that, I've been able to show up in the world as someone that I'm proud to be and happy to be. And like now I feel like there's this drive and pull for me to want to show up as my true self in all areas of my life. And that's kind of my current journey and what I'm striving to do every day of my life. That uh, river road that you were talking about in Moab, I remember yeah. the first time. Have you been there? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Like what I is came, that road? Highway 128, I think. Oh, highway so 128. And gorgeous. you come around and it's like the desert, 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 desert. And then you come around and you it opens up into this most magical oh, and, yeah. and majestic valley that there's ever been. And I remember oh, the yeah. first time I was on that road, like I was with my God. friend and we just started bawling because mm. we were like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It's so um, So here's an interesting tidbit. What? You ready for this one? Yeah, let's hear it. We when I was in college, uh-huh. a friend of mine and I, we drove across the country from uh-huh. Portland, Oregon to Hartford, Connecticut. Oh. And she had a big Chevy truck. And this is a friend of mine that I just had the girls weekend with. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I mean, well, this is a little while ago now, but right. anyway, we thought it would be a great idea to hike 
naked in <laughs> the Canyonlands. <laughs> Canyonlands, buck. We only had our hiking boots on and a backpack. Did you run into anyone? <laughs> yes, we did. <gasps> oh, my God. This is such a good story. Oh, what happened? We even have pictures. Was it during uh, the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did the people do? <laughs> We just kept walking, and they just kept walking because they were passing us. You know, we were we were passing. Oh like you look, make eye contact. Yeah. Like, oh hey. Yeah, I think we were like. Oh my god. And then we just went out on the trail. Oh. Yeah. Oh my word, it that's was so amazing. hot, and we were like, well, huh? were you burnt? My butt got burned. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is a great story. Yeah, that's a little shout out for my friends. They like we'd get along. Yeah, right. You would. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think the two of you with all those girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. So you know. good. Yeah. Oh my that goodness, that's hilarious. Yeah. Fantastic. So <laughs> yeah, how do you? Br- See, usually hey, I'm the one. Usually I'm the one with the random stories. Oh, and... I've got random stories. We got to wait for season two, and then oh, then my randoms oh, will come yeah. out okay. a little more. There you go. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. So, what about you, Amy? Yeah. So, I would say similarly to you, Anna. I and you too, Aaron. I mean, I grew up in a household where. We went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday night, Sunday school. You know, it was just like praying before every meal. Not Catholic, but Presbyterian and Lutheran. Okay. And so I would say that... both at the same time? No. Mm -mm. What do you... Just because we moved a lot. Oh, I see. Are they similar? I think so. Oh, okay. Both Protestant, right? Oh, okay. But I mean, Lutheran is like super Midwest, I feel like. Really? Super Midwest. Super. That's like their like slogan. Yeah. Lutheran, like Super, super Midwest. Midwest. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's accurate, but I feel like it. Yeah. It's like on all the churches. <laughs> all right, so, bring this back. Okay, <laughs> so grew up with like religion around. Definitely went through the rebellious phase of that and thought, nope, not for me. This isn't even like real. And then I feel like early 20s was like the rebellious, like questioning what is real, what is really out there, all that stuff. And then just experimenting with all kinds of ideas and things and whatever. That's what the 20s are for. Yeah. Yeah. But super angsty for me too. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like... Train wreck. That's why I'm happy I keep on getting older. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Not as dumb as I used to be. No kidding. No kidding. No kidding. So... Yeah. And then I feel like for me, I really had to dig deeper into kind of like what you were saying, like, who am I? What do I actually believe? You know, I I definitely have been a person like the people pleaser type. And so really trying to learn about who I am, what I want, what I believe is is a journey. I mean, it is like a, it's like I don't know if I'll ever get off that train, but it has taken me all different places. And I know I mentioned this in the first episode, but when I turned 40, I went to this retreat that was through Bar 3 and Sadie Lincoln, the founder of Bar 3, she led this workshop called Drop the Rock and she really had us identify our top 5 core values and then our bottom like our least important values, bottom five. And, you know, my top core value was and is spirituality, because I really do feel similarly to what you guys are saying, you know, that if I am able to let go and like let a higher power, the universe or whatever, something bigger than me, if I can trust that and trust that things will be okay, I am a hell of a lot less angsty. And I feel like someone I know, she says, like, are your hands clenched and facing down or are they like open and facing up? And and I kind of feel that way about when I'm in my best self, my palms are, you know, my hands are open, they're not clenched and they're facing up and I'm able to just kind of ride the wave mm-hmm. or ride this roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> really. Well, Which Oh my God, you know, obviously easier said than done a lot of the times. But yeah, so spirituality and then that, yeah, is just, Mm -hmm. for me, it's something that change has really changed over time, has really been redefined. And I think it's such a 
big like mindfulness meditation, all of it. It's kind of cool that we're living today in 2019 where it is so it comes up so much and like mm-hmm. people are talking people about are it in schools it. and you know, it just has such like spirituality, meditation, all of that. It looks I feel like it looks so different today than when we were kids and really mm-hmm. the only it was church it on like Sundays. The, yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, and I think something that really stood out to me about that workshop that you helped guide us through is that the question you asked us that, you know, Sadie Lincoln originally led you through is when you're your best self, Mm -hmm. what is something that's a priority to you? And then like thinking about it like, okay, now these based on who you are when you're in your best self best place Mm -hmm. what is a priority to you and like looking at things from that point of view of like Mm -hmm. who am I when I want when I'm in my best place Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's so easy to be like you know for myself you know guided by quote unquote the wrong things when I'm not like in my best place or my best self place yeah and I think with that exercise I mean and we're going to get into like writing your own, you know, philosophy or story. But I would say, you know, so it's like spirituality, connection, gratitude, health, and learning. Those are my top five. And I feel like, yeah, like if I can align my life in that way, then I know I am where I want to be. Yeah. And just let everything else slide away. Yeah. So anyway, so what have you guys done to like improve I mean I know I just talked about the retreat right but like what other things have you done to improve or grow your connection with yourself I've done a ton of therapy stuff I remember that I was standing on the corner when I was 25 I was standing in New York City with my best friend from college and uh, we just had got a hot dog across from Central Park and I was standing, she had been in therapy for whatever. And she says, and I was like, I don't know why everyone is in therapy here. Like, I don't even have anything. And then three <laughs> months later, I had a breakdown. And I was like, oh, good thing I've been in therapy ever since. And so it's just funny that you like make a yes. comment on that. And oh, so yes. I think like the different levels of like what needs to be healed. And it's, yeah. and it doesn't like, as you just have to, I think at virtue of being a human being, you have to be in, of course I'm in the field, but then also for my own, I think that if you're a therapist, you need to be doing your own work anyways. But I think like one of the so there's that part of things. But also as part of my whole healing journey, I ran into this woman. I was at a Brene Brown conference before she got. And I tell you, sir. No. Oh, so I was at a Brene Brown conference. This is before her Daring Great book came wow. out. So it was two days where she talked oh. in Boulder. What? And it was just I don't even think it's sold out. And I like told people about it and they were like, oh, well, I don't know if I can go. It was like $200 or something. Wow. And it's like super special. And so, of course, I'm like bawling through the whole thing. So yeah. the second day I sat, I was like there by myself. So I'm like, oh, you know, you looked for someone that you can sit next to. So I sat, I was like, oh, she looks nice. So I sat next to her, started chatting and she we were talking and she's like told me what she did, which was like some sort of, it was like, I don't know what her card said or how she described it, but it was like energy work, whatever. Yeah. And so then I was like, uh, okay. And I don't know what you're talking about. And then I went to <laughs> I went to have lunch. And then I at lunch, I was like, I have to go see this lady. Like, I need to go see her. And so I went to her and I came back and I was like, I don't know what I don't know what I just need to make a schedule appointment with you. I'm not really <laughs> sure how. And she is now my healing touch mentor. Uh, and so I That's went to crazy. her and I was the first time I went. I'm like, I have no I've never felt like so connected to myself, like in my body my senses, like all, everything was like super alive. It was amazing. And so then I was like, what the hell? What is that? What the hell? Because I'm very woo-woo, but very skeptical of all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Like when I'm like, are you sure? And then yeah. and then I'm like, whatever. Waving pendulums and shit like that now. <laughs> yeah. so, there, so, so there's that. But so I went to her. So point being is that then I, I, I did a whole chunk of healing. And then I was like, I need to get trained in healing touch stuff. But I went to this woman who has that Himalaya shop on six or anything. It was Sarita is what her name is. And she did like some sort of astrology reading. And at that, I was like figuring out what I wanted to do next. And she told me that I had healing hands. And I was like, huh. And then I had decided after that, not because of what she said, that I was going to get trained in healing touch. And so point being is that 
for most of my life, even though I grew up in a very like Catholic house, I had I knew that like I felt some sort of spiritual connection in myself. Yes. And that there was something bigger than us. But those two things never felt lined up. And so healing touch is all about like taking like universal energy. So that could be a higher power universal or it can be physics because there's an energy about us, right? That connects everything. And so that is like my journey has been like the therapy stuff and also like getting in line spirit, like spiritually has helped my healing and this connect into. So point being is that it's been a long and bumpy road. (laughs) And it's become your life's work. Of course. Yes. Yes. I've been my, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I would say as much as like I did rebel against religion and all of that, I also am like pretty grateful that there was something there, you know, just in the home. And and like I saw people who had faith Mm -hmm. in something, you know, and I do feel like as much as like religion and whatever gets a bad rap, I respect that people have faith. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that faith is in, like, whatever. I volunteered with this program, this Vincentian volunteer program in England. And while I was there, speaking of like having faith, is something about it was important. And the nuns that we worked with were like, they were like, they had it in them regardless of what their beliefs were. And during that process, oddly enough, <laughs> I was like, maybe I could be a nun. And mm-hmm. then I figured out quickly that, that I <laughs> no. could not be a nun. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. But like, but that whole like spiritual thing is, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. yeah. But there's value there. Yes. But no matter oh, yeah. what it yes. is. Yes. So Anna, what about you and what you've done? I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit, yeah. but was there anything else you wanted to add? You know, I think one of the biggest things I've done is being open-minded and like just thinking about like, you know, trying to get to the authenticity piece and like, who is it that I truly am? And like being open to that idea of like, just being curious about myself and like Mm -hmm. that idea of like trusting my gut and trying to hone that Mm -hmm. ability. And I mean, I've done therapy, like I feel like my whole life and I've like all about the self-help books and, you know, even thinking about my life today and how I'm considered an expert and wrote a book on how to get out of debt super fast. You know, it's like, that's something that I, like I went to school for photography, like being in the personal finance field is not something that I intended to do. And mm. it was only because of being open to something, you know, greater than myself or something that maybe this isn't the plan I have for my life, but maybe this is somehow the message I'm supposed to deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like my life has kind of evolved in a way that I didn't plan and I and it's better than I would have planned. And I think it's only because of being open to something else. How about even winning the podcast contest back in July in yeah. Denver? Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. like what? At the yeah. outlier. Yes. yes. Well, that podcasting is not something that I thought I love podcasts, but I never thought that we'd be making yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. That was, all, that was all on a whim. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so it's yeah. kind of crazy. Like, yeah. It's like listening to that. If you have a poll inside of yourself to do something and like, what is that poll? And like, why? I don't know. I just my whole life, I've just been thinking like, what is it? Like the podcast thing kept coming up and it was like, okay, we got to explore this. We got to like think about this. And, you know, just kind of paying attention to those things that have a hook in you or like pulling you. And it's like, why am I so curious about it? And there's like this meme I saw once, like it said, the things that are you're seeking are also seeking you. And oh, it was good. good. I like that. Yeah. And it's that's like, good. oh, that's mm-hmm. good. If I think about it like that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that. What are if, things you've done? Well, I think also therapy. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> to a lot of books. Yeah. I mean, a lot of books, a lot of. For me, I'm a talker. Like, I like to just talk about thoughts and feelings and, you know, and and that really helps me, like, flush out whatever I might have going on inside. Like a way to process and, it. Yeah, it just helps work through learning about who I am. But also, I think, just a real drive to be real, which has been with me 
since high school. Like right. I just, you know, like there was something about just fakey. Remember, like, remember that comment that the high school teacher made? Yeah. Like, I don't, fools don't yeah, gather. I don't gather fools kindly. kindly. It's yes. like, <laughs> come on, just give it to me straight. Right. You know, like, let's just right. be real here. And like, I feel like I can only be real if I am real with myself, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not always. I mean, there's certainly times in my life where I feel disconnected or something doesn't quite feel right. I mean, it's interesting to hear you talk about things that are pulling at you. And, you know, just in my recent, real recent past, you know, like just having that nagging feeling like something, you know, of something not quite being right or whatever. And then it's like, wow, when I really like listen to that and then kind of am true to myself and kind of put my foot down, there's consequences, you know, and those are easier to deal with than or some are easier to deal with than others. But I think it's all just part of my process of getting to know myself. So there's a ton of stuff, you know, and Aaron, I mean, it's like why you have a job, right? right? So we've talked about therapy, we've talked about books, there's meditation, there's yoga. What can you say about what you do for? Well, I think uh, when we were talking about this episode, I was saying like, this is the reason a lot of the reason why I have a job is because, or why the work that I do, because to help people to find and connect into their true self and to find self-love. Because I think that self-love, that whole quote about how you have to love yourself before you can love other people, Mm -hmm. I thought was bullshit for a really long time Mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to do that. And then when I finally figured out like the whole self-love, self-compassion thing, I was like, oh yeah, that is like, it's an entirely switch. And I would say that one of my favorite things is it's a most beautiful thing is when that clicks for people and they can actually for the first time feel that in their bodies and feel like what loving themselves and self-compassion mm. actually feels like so powerful and when though it's amazing yeah. um and so i think about that even with the hand mm-hmm. hand to heart hand mm-hmm. to belly yeah and so i i mean that's why i do the work that i do is yeah. because to help people to like work through their stuff and to to remove those layers and to figure out how to nurture themselves and love themselves, it's powerful. And if yeah. people can do that, then they're just better human beings and they can be more in touch and more show up how they want to in the world without mm. having all these shields that they have to carry around mm. all the time. So mm. I really like good. the idea of parenting yourself. Oh, that's so oh, good. Gosh, yeah. And like being, you know, being the parent, your own mother. Yeah. Like be the parent that you needed yes. to yourself. Yes. And, you know, because mm-hmm. we all have, you know, our own relationships with their parents and you know it's like they may or may not have been able to show up for in the way that you needed so it's like what if i show up as the person i needed right for myself yep right and how cool we get to do that when we're 40 exactly okay so i there's a really good quote that we have by brianna weist that we all thought would be good to read so i'm gonna take the time right now to do that it says let's be clear about something Not everybody heals. Not everybody becomes their best selves. It is wholly and completely possible that you die not ever having lived the life you wanted. If that scares you, good. It should. (laughs) It should strike fear into the deepest cavern of your chest and reverberate out into every cell of your being. This is life. This can happen. If you do not want this to be your story, you need to act now. You need to work now. You need to change now. The time is now, not later. You do not have forever. None of us do. This is not a game. The risk you are really running is getting to the finish line only to realize you never did what you came to do. And now you can't go back. Do it now. Start today. Remember what's at stake. Oh. Hey, Brianna, if you want to be on this podcast, please. If you hear this, please give us a come. call. Yeah. That is so, so good. So good. So it's true. good. Action. Right? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Well, and it's like, I mean, I, I feel like this podcast, you know, the people that listen to this podcast are the perfect example of people that want something more out of life. Like, there are so many resources, but like, especially in this age of all this technology and yeah. everything's online, you can find anything you want. Like, there is absolutely no excuse to not move forward if that's something that you want. 
Well, and I would say to our audience, too, I mean, obviously, the three of us do not have all the answers. No, no, no. And so, like, if all of you or any of you or one of you has anything that, like, you've done that has really helped you get to know yourself or, like, really something amazing, like, for personal development or spirituality or whatever that is, please email or call or, or like share in the Facebook share group. in the Facebook group yeah less alone podcast group yeah I mean we could even do something with like accountability the other thing I thought about is like hey would any of you be interested in we could run that workshop for them oh you know yeah. the, the five core values workshop oh, so yeah, that's a let great us idea. know like would yeah. you be interested or right so yeah. anyway lots of things but yeah you know my point is and I don't mean to be like harsh or act like we're experts on this topic at all but it's like this stuff that grows and getting to know yourself it's for people who want it not yes like we all need it in theory you know but it's for people who want it right yep totally so with that once you know yourself how do you become authentic or how do you show up as your true self everywhere i mean anna you said it was even part of your like it's your goal to show up as your true authentic self in every area of life (laughs) right (laughs) how do we do that Obviously, there's ups and downs. Yeah. Better days. Oh, for sure. I think it takes practice. Like, I mean, I think about when I was a kid, I was so painfully shy. I mean, I talked about this in the very first episode. I was so unable to show up as who I truly am because of that shyness and anxiety that I had around other people. And so, you know, throughout the years, I've tried to do things like you said, Aaron, of like removing those barriers and blocks. And it's like, I can't help but think about that idea of like we're born perfect just the way we are. And then these other things come in place as barriers and protectors. And it's like, you know, then it's a process of removing those to get to your true self. And Mm. so, you know, part of me wants to say, oh, I wish I never had the shyness or anxiety. But I also or these struggles in my 20s or hitting bottom like with, you know, all in type of personality and like my finances and spending and stuff like that. But then I wouldn't be who I am today. Right. You know, and so it's like those struggles and those issues have a purpose and they all have worth to getting me to the point where I'm at today. And I don't think I'd be able to have this goal of showing up in the world as my true self had I not had those obstacles right. when I did. So what was the question again? Just how do you be authentic? But I think like maybe, you know, like having those experiences and then like being honest about those experiences allows you to be vulnerable. Yeah. And then... Well, it also sounds like you... Because Maya Angelou, when she was alive, talked a lot about belonging to herself. And so Mm. there's nowhere where she doesn't feel like she fits because she walks into places and she always belongs to herself. And so it sounds like through your process that you will feel like you're belonging to yourself. And when you belong to yourself, then like regardless if like fear comes up or insecurities come up or you feel slightly shy, like if you're with you Mm -hmm. and you got you, then walking into any situation, then you can do it. Yeah, that's super interesting. And it also brings up like... Like something we had talked about talking about. (laughs) Can you be authentic while caring about what other people think? I think so. I mean, I I feel like I think it's the people like who are not like if you two say that I'm being an asshole, then like I would care about that. If someone random was like, oh, you're a dickhead. I don't really care because (laughs) they don't don't matter to me. Right. Like, of course, I don't want to be an asshole in the world. But if you two have it like, hey, you need to really check yourself because you're being a dick today. (laughs) Yeah. Like then I'd be like, oh, like I need to take that into consideration. But think about the history we have. But yes. But who is giving you the feedback? Mm -hmm. And so like I can show up. But usually I'm not being an asshole if I'm authentically showing up. So here's a good one. There was a post by Andrew Fiozui. Oh, sorry, Andrew. I think (laughs) I just demolished your name. But melmagazine.com and titled, If You Want People to See You Differently, You Have to Stop Caring What They Think. In the article, it says, Amy Kim warns me that the only way to really change the way anyone including your friends and coworkers, perceives your personality is to develop yourself until you don't care what they think in the first place. Quote, by putting in the work to be stronger and more confident person, you no longer care about what people think, says Kim. So it becomes a moot issue. So 
I think it's an interesting thing. I think for me, when I think about it personally, I can see in my life, like looking back when I was not being authentic because I was too worried about what people thought or what Mm -hmm. someone thought. And so I would quiet myself or I would quiet my gut feeling or I would ignore it or, you know, I don't know, just whatever that would be. But I think I agree with Amy Kim. I would rather work on developing myself so much that it just does become a moot point because I don't care what people think. That would be my ideal self. Because I think when we have developed ourselves, then it's we're no longer looking to fit in. We feel like we belong. And so I think there's a difference between fitting in and belonging. And so especially when I was talking about belonging to ourselves, if we can walk into any situation, then you're not worried about fitting in with people. Because sometimes we've talked about this in other episodes is that like, we don't need to fit in with everybody. Right. If I'm in a room of supermodels, say, like, I can still have a good conversation with people, but I don't necessarily like fit in with these people, but I can belong Mm -hmm. because I'm a human being. And if I'm like, okay, in myself and showing up authentically, then I'm going to connect with someone. Yes. You know? Yes, totally. So, This other little tidbit from the same article says Kim further argues that even temporarily manipulating your personality, per Clark's suggestion, comes from a precarious place. Quote, only if you're insecure do you feel like you need to manipulate yourself so that people's perception of you is manipulated, says Kim. It comes from an insecure position. Which Mm -hmm. I think is like, yes. Yeah. High five, Kim. Yep. (laughs) Well, and it makes me think about like relationships, you know, with boyfriends and stuff when I was in my 20s, especially. Oh, yeah. And like figuring Wretched online dating process. (laughs) (laughs) I never did that. Oh, God. Yeah, same here. Well, like the whole idea of like, oh, they, I remember in second grade, I liked this guy who, second grade, that's young. <laughs> but he had Keep spikes going, Anna. in a mullet, and I got spikes. Oh, yes. A spike mullet, because I thought, oh. Do you have one. a picture of that? My God. I, it, I have a picture. My second grade picture was like my grown out spike mullet. <gasps> you never mullet. disappoint. I tell you what. <laughs> that's amazing. Anna never disappoints with some random shit she talks about. <laughs> Spiked mullet. And can you please bring a picture of that? Yes, because please. every episode, yeah. this is one of my favorite things. What the hell is Anna going to say today? We could have a whole Instagram series on like, oh, the most what the random hell did What, say? everybody didn't have a spike mullet when they were uh, in second yeah. grade? No, but no. that sounds amazing. It was. But I was like, this is going to be so cool. He's really going to like me. My soccer haircut. When we were kids, right? Hockey. Oh, no, Andre- it was hockey here in Minnesota. Oh, right, yeah. Andre Agassi, is that the uh, guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, tennis player. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had a uh, amazing Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 But it's like thinking about that, like, and even like growing up and being like, how am I going to like morph myself to get this guy usually yeah. or these people that I want to like me mm-hmm. to like me? And it's like coming from that place of not knowing who I was is what that was that total insecurity and just saying like maybe if i am this way they'll like me rather than saying this is how i am and this is how they either like me or not mm-hmm. like I you think have about that. to be really secure in yourself to be able to have the confidence to i'm say there most of like the time that. now but yeah like it's, it's, oh it's, my god it's, it's taken a long time it's, though it's yeah. i mean so i think nice. about we've talked about some like friendships even yeah. that we have oh, yeah. like I was not a great friend to everybody. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. but I also know I was not like my authentic oh, self yeah. all the time yeah. either. Yeah, you know, right. and just how that all just the how much turmoil oh, there yeah. is like internally and then yeah. what happens externally oh, and yeah. relationships fail. Right. And yeah. I was talking to a friend recently on text and a relationship she was in failed and she's like this is what happens when I show up and I'm vulnerable they can just leave Mm -hmm. and it's like but were you you know I had to call her out on this and I was like but were you really your true self right were you really because I know a little bit more about the situation that you know I'm not going to get into but like were you using drugs or alcohol to mask who you truly are were you like showing up truly as your true self and then he rejected that or did he reject the person that you were pretending to be and then it didn't work it's like you can't say oh my gosh I was so vulnerable and then was rejected when you weren't truly your true self Mm -hmm. when the reality is is had you been able to be your true self 
maybe things would have gone differently. And I just, ultimately, like... I uh, had to call her out on that. But with that, like, if someone didn't want to be with me or someone doesn't want to be friends with me, I don't want to be, like, don't throw a pity party for, like, yeah. you know, like, not that your friend was throwing a pity party, but, like, if the other person doesn't want to be with you or the other person doesn't want to be friends with you, then why like, the hell would bye, you want to be with you? Yeah. Oh, easier said than done, though. I know, yeah. that, I mean, I know that it is, but it ultimately, is. like, for myself, yes. I would not, like, I, when I was doing all the online dating stuff, I'm like, I don't if you don't want to hang out yes. then like no like yeah. or with friends or whatever yes easier said than done because it's working through all those feelings yeah. and all of those things like well, I get but I do I do feel like being rejected or it's like that it's fucking terrible. that's terrible. terrible that sucks I'm not yeah it, there's no way that that's like an easy thing oh no, yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. not saying and it's it's like, easy, this is right. also like coming from the idea of like when we're able to be the best version of ourselves yeah. like how are we relating to these relationships or these rejections like quote unquote okay, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt and yeah. it doesn't mean yeah. that it's like okay. but it doesn't mean you need don't that's need to like work through yeah. all of the things that come up with yeah. the rejection because that's but like in the end after you've worked through all the stuff and, and you all love the feelings yourself. and you hey yeah. good job and yeah. you love yourself then yeah. like you don't want to be with a person that doesn't want to be with you yeah. right yes. yeah actually right. that reminds me of another friend who is like so mad that this girl doesn't like him and it's just like why the fuck would you want to be with her are you kidding me like she doesn't see how great you are no. Yeah. Like, right. I'm surprised. Like, I, I told him, I'm like, I'm surprised you're not fucking so mad. Like, why would you want to be with someone that doesn't see how great you are? You know, like that idea. It's like when you think about it, like the idea of like, how would my friend respond to this situation? Like someone who truly loves you. If they're like, what the fuck? This person doesn't see how great you are? Screw them. They mm -hmm. don't even know. No. You should be just as mad at them mm -hmm. as I am. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't want to be with that person. Right. You know, it's like you're not seeing how great you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is to build on that. But like, have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? The Queen movie? No. Oh, no. So it's super good. But yeah. there's, I mean, it's really good. Yeah. And so the, the guy that plays Freddie Mercury, he's having this incident with this he's like talking to this other dude and they have like this moment I think they kiss and then he's like well when you figure out how to love yourself then I'll come back and be your friend uh, and so it's like so but it's like so and then he well then you can hear watch yeah. it but it was like such a good moment and it's and then he you could see on his face like oh you're right I don't do that huh and it took him a long time and a lot of things to go through before that would happen but I think that's a, such a healthy way to look at relationships it's mm -hmm. like the person both people need to love themselves mm -hmm. before they can be together mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well and I was just as you're talking I was thinking about how our friendship the three of us is so fulfilling Solid. in a lot of ways because it's not exhausting with like constant reassurance of like you know, like whatever it is, it's like we can talk about things like, you know, most days we're not perfect humans or whatever. You know, that's not the goal. But like to be able to show up and not be constantly reassuring each other of like different things about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just agreeing and, with and you. And I feel like it's because we have done a lot of work on ourselves and it has been such a process. I do have to say I saw this guy at Patagonia, who this photographer, Wynn Wiley is his name. I think that he goes by the he pronouns. I'm not totally sure. But he today or, or just recently posted about his birthday and turning 27. And I was just like, he said that he feels like the most true to himself than he's ever been. And having this persona of Patagonia dressing, you know, as a woman and having this persona. And I was just like, wow, 27 to like be able to be that true to yourself and show up in the world in your truth. Like it just seemed like is young. I was like, that damn, that took me a long it time. It took me a lot longer than that. Yes. But I was just like, hell yeah yeah go you yeah, like go you is right that's so amazing like yeah. i was just so like to have the courage i mean that's something huge to show up in that way but i just can't help but think about how he's giving other people that gift of having the courage to show yeah, up as yeah, his yeah. true self you yeah. know anyway couldn't help but think about him so let's just talk quick if we can about vulnerability because i think that you know, we touch on it a lot, but I know that we've talked about before how there's kind of like a time and place to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's not like you can 
just go to work and be vulnerable with all your, you know, random coworkers or what have you. But what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think that you can't just show up and start spouting out stuff in a work environment. I feel like that's not necessarily, in my opinion, a safe space. And I don't know that it would go over that well in a professional environment. Like, Oh, yes. Always. Because the, not always, but even Brene Brown talks about like that you need to tell people like who you're vulnerable with have, those are the people that have earned the right to hear your story. Mm, right. That's so and good. And so then it's like, have your coworkers earned that? Like, no, like, and so, or maybe they have, but then right. those are the people that you share with, but just like overtly being vulnerable, like in just the middle, to be vulnerable. vulnerable like yeah. that's not, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to have a history. Yes. Or like some kind of yeah. foundation. Yeah. 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 So I think there's some interesting tidbits about the Rubin Museum of Art in New York in February 2018 had an exhibit called A Monument for the Anxious and Hopeful. And basically, yeah, (laughs) that is awesome. I know. The museum goers were invited to write down their secrets on small pieces of paper and they could write or reveal their deepest fears and wishes. And I think that that is one, like a really interesting and cool idea. Super cool. Have you ever heard of Post Secret? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Post Secret, this guy created this website where he would have people could send in all of their secrets and the oh. only criteria is the things that they've never told anyone before. And so they would send them. I think he's from Germantown, Maryland and people, and he did stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks, like rooms full I think now. And then every week he'd post like whatever ones stood out and then they'd post them and it was like the most fascinating like it's such a great website just yeah. to be like wow and and when i was into it i haven't looked at it in a while but when i was into it i would like look at it every week because it yeah. was so interesting i think actually there's one of for moms young moms like secrets of a being a mom or something I, i'll have to look it up but and then the other thing is you know back at that outliers podcast festival in denver in july someone was talking about doing that on their show yes Who that was, was that? coming yes. out of house of pod right or was it i don't yes. remember which show but we should post yes, to that yeah we, because you know. that that was yes yeah all about just posting your secrets mm-hmm. but i think so there is something called the beautiful mess effect and It says, when others see our vulnerability, they might perceive something quite different than, say, weakness, inadequacy, or flawed, but something alluring. Uh, Alluring. What? You're doing great. Yeah. Something alluring. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tricky one. Tricky. Peter Piper picked a pick of pickle peppers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but so anyway, there it's a whole phenomenon that people are starting to study, and it suggests that everyone should be less afraid of opening up, at least in certain cases. So again, if you have the mm-hmm. foundation, right? Right. Yeah. Well, there's that whole Japanese art form, which I don't know what it's called, but they when something breaks, then they like put it back together with gold because oh. like the broken is beautiful, and mm. so I don't oh. know what that, that is, is cool. but it's so. I love that. We have some follow-up research to we do. We do have some yeah. follow-up yeah. research to do. We're going to do yeah. some uh, Googling here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Activate Google. Activate. <sighs> yes. So I know we had talked about, you know, one thing that might really help with some of that authenticity I'm just going to go back for a quick second. But we had talked about how it might be helpful. And then also just like building the confidence to show up as your true self about having a personal philosophy. What do you all do you feel like you have that? I would say like mine kind of stems from that workshop, right? I feel like I'm like, don't mean to beat a dead horse here. But I know my five top core values. And that is a very that is like a guiding philosophy for me, even though it's just five words. They're big words. Yeah. I, I would That's agree great. with since we did that together whenever we did that together. And I think about that oftentimes when I'm on long runs, like, okay, what are, are have they changed? Are they there? Mm-hmm. Am I doing these? Because mm-hmm. when I am living in that way, and so mine are spirituality, health, joy, financial stability, 
and connection. And so when I'm doing those things, then I, because adventure is really important to me, but I feel really joyful when I'm on adventures. And so that feels good. And trail running super important to me, but that's under health. So is eating well. And so like things fall in those places. Yes. But when I'm living in that way, then I am, I can be authentically in myself. I'm connected spiritually. Like I feel the best version of myself. And mm-hmm. so I do agree with you on that. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, I feel like you know, I can't help but think about that workshop and how it's like that's truly the whole point of it is to develop a personal philosophy that you go back to time and time again and you say, how is it that I want to live and what is going to be my priority? Because And where is my time going? And the yeah. best version of yourself when you were talking about the four is huge. Yeah, yes. because it's like when I am the best version of myself, what does that look like? What are the things that I'm prioritizing? Because I feel like especially in our digital age, this, this has come up throughout our whole season of you know, these distractions and being pulled in all these different directions. But if you have a guiding, like if you have a personal philosophy of like, what do I want my life to look like? And what do I want to prioritize? Then that's something that you can't help but let everything else slide away once you have that defined. And we definitely should offer this as a workshop to our listeners. My, My personal philosophy connection is huge. And, you know, using them as like an umbrella, like you said, Aaron, is really helpful. And joy is one of the big ones. Another one that has come up quite a lot in this podcast is the idea of not taking things personally. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. always go back to that. Yeah, you do say that and a lot. Holy cow, it's helpful. Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. yeah. And yep. then also being open to that internal pull. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those are the things that are kind of like my philosophy. And I mean, that internal pull. Is that thing, openness or curiosity? Kind of both. You know, I would think it's a curiosity about what that pull is and why and like trusting that. And it's definitely something that I have not been very good at throughout my entire life. And I think it's something that has taken me a lot of practice to listen to it. And, you know, a lot of some decisions looking back on my life, it's like, you know what? I totally did not trust my gut on that. Like I knew then and I didn't listen to that. And it's like, All right. I did not listen to that. You know, so it's like, it really makes me want to be better about that going forward. So, and it's like, what would it look like if I did show up as my true self in every area and really listen to my gut and my instinct and wow, and show up as who I was put on this earth to be. That's what Freddie Mercury talks about in that movie. Yeah. He talks about, he totally talks about that. Like, cause he was such a, I mean, he was oh, shit. I gotta so yeah, like he was an amazing performer. He had a like, lot of like personal stuff, but he was like, "This is who I was meant to be yes. on this earth." That is the goal. Yeah, who he, am I yeah. meant to be? Yes, on this what, earth. What was I put on this world? And you could tell when he was like, he with that dude. That's oh, an actor. That gets he was me so like fired good. up. Yeah, he's that's awesome. Yes. So to help all of you out there, there are four questions you can ask yourself. And this is coming from Jessica Stillman on Inc.com. And let's see. So she has four questions that you can answer that will help you develop your own personal philosophy. The first one is, when I'm at my best, what beliefs lie just underneath the surface of my thoughts and actions? Number two, who demonstrates characteristics and qualities that are aligned with mine? Number three, what are those qualities? And number four, what are your favorite quotes or your favorite words? So good, helpful hint or whatever. Yeah, I guess. And then maybe at some point we'll get the workshop available to our our listeners. That'd be be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that. I think that'd be super helpful. Yeah. All right, so you've got four questions to ask yourself to help with figuring out your own personal philosophy. And we definitely want to end or, you know, wrap things up now since this is this is our last episode of the season. Yeah, season one finale. Holy wow. cow. Oh my gosh. We did it. We did it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? We did spin a whirlwind. And wow. you're all here listening. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. So before we go on to like the final nugget or tidbit we're going to leave everybody with, what would you say, Anna, why don't you start us off with like, you know, we're wrapping up our first season. What was your big takeaway or what did you really like get from these 
10 episodes. Yeah. So I feel like I can't help but think about connection in every single area of my life. And, you know, because of this podcast and like hearing the feedback from other people, too, of like how it's affected their life and their connections, which is so cool. But probably the biggest thing that I've gotten personally from this whole podcast this season one is from that episode about the internal drive and the connection to the internal drive and how on that episode I shared how I feel like you know while I excel at pretty much everything I attempt in my life thank god you know like it's something that's a gift and sometimes not a gift. But being a mediocre mom is something that was really hard to talk about on that episode. And I started since that episode and having that, you know, deep, big sigh of like, oh, dear God, here I'm sharing something super, super personal. I started showing up in my mothering in a way that I feel more proud about. And I can go to sleep at the end of the day and be like, I showed up as the mom I want to be to Henry. And that that makes my heart so happy. Like such a huge difference to examine that and say, here's an area that I really, truly need to work on for not just my sake, but for my son's sake. And so one of the main things I did is, you know, I talked about it in the following episode about some of the things I did right away. But I've been doing this idea of like the fake it till you make it. And I've been calling myself a super mom. And just changing the language around that has been very powerful because you had talked about, Amy, about the trap that we get in of like not being enough and like that you know, succumbing to the pressure that other people put on us or society puts on us. And it's like, what if right now I say I'm a super mom and I go with it? And then, then, wouldn't you know it, I start showing up as a super mom. Yes. And so it's like, and I start seeing myself as a super mom and suddenly my actions are different. And so I'm now showing up as the mom I want to be and feeling proud about that at the end of the day. So it goes without saying that's probably the biggest thing that I've gotten from season one (laughs) that's awesome Erin what about you I think there's twofold is that it has been incredible to hear about connection like the to see the group on Facebook with the podcast grow and what people are having to say and the feedback just to hear about what people think of the podcast and like both positive and negative like what are they bringing to it has been that's been really great and The other part of that is I feel like my we wrote all these business goals at the beginning of the year. And one of my personal and professional goals was to come out of hiding and to stop hiding. Wow. Yes, you have (laughs) done that. Right. (laughs) To stop out, come out of hiding. And not that I wasn't showing up as myself, but I like wanted to step into myself, into the world and not be scared. And so this podcast in particular, like I can't hide on here. And so this has been so good hard for me to do in a lot of ways because I would have these conversations with both of you if we're having coffee but to have these conversations and just like put them out into Mm -hmm. whatever that has been the biggest thing because it feels like terrifying and really good at all at the same time and so I'm yes exactly yeah it's been so that's been good and also too the fact that I wrote down that I wanted to hang out (laughs) you were two of my three people that I wanted to hang out more with so I did this business thing at the beginning of the year and it was like list three people that you want to hang out with more and I put Anna and Amy on (laughs) the list and so who's your third person I don't know Oh yeah, so they <laughs> clearly they got pushed to the side. But the we take up all your time. So, uh, I'm like, where are they? Yeah, you're right. And so the two of them, and then the other my goal, because like I did a vision board, all stuff was to come out of hiding and like to show up. And uh. so, what would that look like if I did? And so. I had no idea that this podcast was even going to happen. And so that yeah. feels that is that's a, amazing a direct result of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what I got. It's good. Yeah. What about you, Amy? It's a big deep breath right there. This podcast for me this season has been full of oh my god, like irony and examination and honesty and you know like I've mentioned a few times throughout We recorded our first episode, and then my life pretty much turned upside down. And then we continued to record episodes two through 10. While I have been going through this transition, 
which someday I'll be more ready to talk about, I suppose. But the podcast just carried me through it. It gave me a lot of, you know, connection, which is so important to me. And I was not having connection at all, really, like if I'm honest about it, in an area of my life where I really needed it. And I got to be with you guys and I got to get connected and feel love and there's lots of that yeah and i just i really getting emotional here hang on (laughs) doing great doing great yeah i just feel like season one carried me through this transition and there's a long road ahead but the gifts that have you know come out of this for us and just thinking about like people that we could be reaching and helping and you know all of that is i feel like it's bigger than us like i've seen yeah. how it's helped no, carry for you sure feels like it's bigger than yeah. us in like this you know super hard situation you've been in how it's like helped as like a positive fun thing that you've been able to you know have in your life and then just thinking about like the energy around it feels like we're in the flow of things yeah and yeah. that well even just like how everything with the podcast has happened, like even winning that pitch contest, we've talked about it a couple times in this episode, but like back in July and like how things just have seamlessly happened. And it's like, you know, how and why is this happening? Like something bigger than us, like talk about like in the flow of like, Mm -hmm. you know, a higher power or the universe. And just like, this is something that's clearly needed for us personally. It's been a huge gift, but then to think like how it could be, reaching so many people and helping people and just having like its own purpose as its own thing, guiding other people. Like I just think like for us to be open and curious, I mean, just talking about the exact topic of this episode of being open to this poll of like, why did this happen and how... And for us to have to be connected into ourselves to be able to show up like this, like that's part of all the stuff that we're talking about on the episode is like, is what... Like, this is what it's all been for this yeah. whole first season. And it will continue and to be. And it's just yeah. unfolded. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So with that, we want to wow. thank all of yeah. you, our listeners, first and foremost. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Yeah. And it's of because course, of you that this exists. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, undoubtedly. And we do have a couple things. You know, we will be having an article in 5280 Magazine. A local Denver magazine. Local mm-hmm. Denver magazine. Oh. And also, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to have a meet and greet or a live recording session at House of Pod on October 29th from 630 to 9. And the address is 2565 Curtis Street in Denver. So be great to see all of you there. Yeah, come and be on the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it'd be so fun. So yeah, fun. Yeah. You have to come and talk to us. Yes. We want to get to know you. We want to take some selfies with you. Sandwich hugs? Yes. Oh, yes. sandwich if, if hugs. Premium we'll hugs. We'll give them out. Premium hugs, yeah. that's right. And then finally, our final season tidbit yeah. is connection bingo yeah Yeah. and this is by at lisa oliver therapy on instagram her instagram is so good yeah at lisa oliver therapy yep Mm -hmm. yeah so that will be on the show notes right yeah finding ways to connect with people in our lives Mm -hmm. yeah have some really awesome what have fun playing some bingo (laughs) and we will be back when we're back until next time yes we'll be back don't worry don't worry yeah so don't forget go to lessalonepodcast.com to access the show notes links and resources from this episode and that is season one season one peace out thank you Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.